Hey, welcome back to Off the Reservation. And we tried to leave you on a cliffhanger here. You know, we we had a three foot fuse, glycerin, nitroglycerin. Yeah, some jailers. Jailers. The husband, the the Ernest, Ernest. uh, Not Borgenine. Burkhart. (laughs) Burkhart. (laughs) Snakes in the grass. Snakes. All right. Take us there, man. What, 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 so, what, all right. So, we, we so our setup was was Ernest Burkhart. Had, and if you're just joining in on this one, go back to the first episode. Listen to yeah, that. You're gonna We're going to check through it the out. story of Killers, uh, the book Killers of Flower Moon, which is based wow. off of actual facts. Uh, you know what's funny? Okay, I uh, just saw today that uh, uh, what's his name, the dude that uh, did the dance stuff on MTV, David Daly. Oh, Carson Daly. Carson Daly. He he was doing the the uh, an advertisement for it, and he was running. It and he called it the Killers of the Lost Moon, and I was like, "What are you talking about, dude?" Oh, really? Yeah. Is he so, in the movie or something? No, he was <laughs> oh. he was on some one of those morning shows or something like that. Oh. And I was like, "Come on, dude! Like they it's give you not, a teleprompter." It's not hard, man. You're butchering the name. <laughs> yeah, nobody's. People are gonna get lost now. They're the wrong killers, man. Here's to you, San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> I told you he reads everything you put on that teleprompter. <laughs> that was Carson Daly. Yeah. Uh, okay, that was an upset intern. <laughs> killers of the Lost Moon. That was like, the title oh. of his new book. He was writing. <laughs> he, he's writing that one. Uh, um, but yeah, so we're covering the Killers of the Flower Moon. Yes. So where we're at is we got. Um, what was it Ernest? Uh, so Ernest like, just, yeah, just a quick summary of what we did last time, right? W. K. Hale, he's yes. like king of the Osage at this mm-hmm. point. King of the Osage uh, Hills. He has found his way into everybody's pockets. Yes, and he is currently in a uh, conspiracy yes. to kill off a family. And like he's bolstered bolstered himself on both sides, he's, right? Not yeah. just the English side, everywhere. but yeah. the Osage side. So yeah. some people think he's like he's a good person. Yeah, yeah. They think oh he's, he's definitely out. not. Yeah. Uh, but so far, um, central to the story is Molly Burkhart, who is married to Ernest Bur- Burkhart, who is related to W.K. Hale. Yeah, it's the Her mother, Lizzie, has been killed. Killed. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, poisoned. Poisoned. Uh, her sister has been killed, execution killed. style. Body was found days later after that, right? Yeah. Anna? Mm-hmm. And Minnie, is Minnie still? Uh, so we're getting to Minnie. Oh, okay. All right, so, so that's where we're at. That's who who we're focusing on right now. Pretty sure. Yeah, it was Minnie, right? <clears throat> pretty sure it was Minnie that got... Okay. Okay. So well, let's just keep going on. All right, so we're at the scene. Uh, W.K. Hale has enlisted his nephew, Ernest, to start... He's Ernest is kind of like this middleman, right? He's like hiring these people for to, yeah. to carry out all of this stuff. And he's also... Also an overseer, but to, yeah, he's also uh-huh. like this guardian to Molly, a uh, appointed guardian. Well, he's her husband, but yeah, really, you know, at what point, you know, is he just really just controlling the money? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, all right, so he's with what? Well, well, uh, he's take us through this scenario again. Uh, sorry. Stuff your sorries in a sack, Mister. We were re- we were ready for this. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. Okay. Just so, some fact checking. Yeah, I'm just trying to make sure. Can, can, can you cover for me? Yeah, so yeah. I have here that Rita's sister was married to Bill Smith, and their house was the one that blew up, like how we were just talking about. Um, okay. One of the other. So, it was, yeah, it was Rita's house. Mm-hmm. Rita. 
Okay, so Rita's house. And Rita's house. one thing I wanted to tell everybody too is at this point, um, there were over 24 tribal members murdered at this point, and the oil revenue that coming into the tribe was over $30 million. At this time? At this time, yeah. In like the 1920s? <laughs> yeah. So Holy when I said cow, Saudi man. rich, like that's how much wealth was there. Yeah, yeah. Right. And Wait, like, how, how, how much again? How much again? $30 million. $30 million? Yes. And I, one of the things, one of the notes here I wrote here was from February 1922 to March uh, 1923, there were eight deaths um, just due to... Um, wow, dude. So $300 million in 1920 mm-hmm. is equivalent to purchasing power. Not not like, I wouldn't say it's like in a total, like, you know, all inflation or whatever, but... In today's standard, that's four billion dollars, yeah. man. Jeez. Four and a half billion dollars. That's crazy. And so at this time, like these these natives were able to take trips. They were able to go to like yeah. Uh, there Paris. was there were some they that were, were living lifestyles, yeah, like right? They, I mean, they were seeing the world, like and you know, I well, you're finding your information that yeah, you yeah. wanted to. What I always thought was amazing was. This should have been the level that all natives, all natives, all tribes should be living at, even to this day, right? Like, what are the subsidies that are being taken from our tribal lands right now, right? Mm. Like, off the reservation, like, it's all native land. Like, every from sea to sea, from coast to coast, yeah. it's all native yeah. land. So, at a certain point, like, and, and it really got me the other day. I was watching TikTok, and I was watching this native talk about how our ancestors... We're the ones owed reparations. We're not owed anything. And I just, I, I was like, dude, like that's one gen, like two generations ago. Yeah. Like that, like that, those, those treaties that were enacted then were put to help our grandparents, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Establish themselves in society. And they were, they were reneged on, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then mm-hmm. things like this happened with the Osage murders. And this is just one thing. Like, we don't even talk about how, like, just five, six um, miles outside of uh, Albuquerque here, there's uranium pits, right? Yeah. On on uh, Laguna Pueblo. Yeah. Like, what are the what are the dividends that are should be going into this uh, going into the Pueblo? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's it's really one of those things that. Like, if you think about it, if they had had somebody like uh, what was his name? Palmer, John Palmer. He, they could have totally monopolized on on the mineral rights of that and become uranium millionaires. You know yeah. what I mean? But so so let's let's jump back into this because yeah. I finally figured it out. Okay, uh, okay. So where we left off was Ernest had uh, set up the situation where uh, a prisoner was going to light the fuse to this keg of nitroglycerin mm-hmm. stashed in. Um, Rita's, Rita's Rita Smith's house. Yeah, I might have said Minnie in the yeah, last episode, right, right. but so we were yeah, talking about you. Rita. Rita. Uh, and so what ends up happening is that suddenly everyone's asleep, and in the, in the story, it's being told from uh, Molly's point of view, Molly and and uh, Ernest's point of view. They're asleep at home, and all of a sudden they said that like it was like the night lit up, and yeah. all of a sudden. Molly walks to the uh, walks to the window and is like, "What's going on?" And suddenly, the they just hear this massive boom. Yeah, and they're the Rita's house is blown up, like just 
blown up. Is she in there? Like her family? Everybody's in there? Or so what? it was her and her husband and a, I believe a, well, I think it was a white housekeeper. Yeah, they, that yeah, they, they had. Did. Yeah, that, yeah. that was interesting, right? They had, they they had, had a white housekeeper. <laughs> yeah, oh, man. Which I thought was like, what? That was like that Forrest Gump moment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so so now when so now their house is blown up, and mm-hmm. so everyone in, in in around in the area comes running out, and they're like freaked out because now Anna's been murdered, uh, Henry's been murdered. Uh, now Rita's house has been blown up. Yeah. Uh, other natives they've been showing up with poisoning. Mm-hmm. Um, saying like it was it was whiskey. Uh, whiskey. Uh, bad whiskey. Or uh, and some of them were like, I think they got poisoned. Their whiskey was poisoned. Wow. And so Rita's now blown up, and her husband was also doing some investigating into who was perpetrating these, and he's gone these now things too well he was survived oh so he was when when they pulled him out he was smoldering like oh, he geez. was burning up yeah and rita pretty much was instantly she was gone. confirmed as dead yeah. um and the housekeeper was was gone too everywhere oh so she was sitting on the keg. She she was <laughs> she was sitting everywhere, uh, and so and to the point where people were like, "Yeah, we found some of her on our house." So that kind of a thing. Yeah. So Man, the level of terror, like it, it's crazy to really think about. Like, I mean, I know we're like making light of it because it's uncomfortable, but in the same sense, like the level of terror that these natives had to live through, like, it, and it was every single tribal member. They were saying like we talk about targeted individuals, like yeah. every single native that was a tribal member was a targeted individual, whether yeah. they were just robbed, just walking down the street because they knew they had pocket money, so to say, yeah. right. or for their clothes or for like the car they were driving. Like they were seriously targeted Targets, people. Yeah. 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 And so, so this now happening, um, he, the, the husband, Rita's husband gets taken to the uh, hospital. And so, um, uh, the nurse that was, that was, uh, watching over him while he was slowly dying um, was saying that he kept uh, he would fall asleep and he'd start saying names and then all of a sudden he'd wake up and she'd be like uh, are, you, are you okay and he's like sorry I, I didn't I didn't did yeah. I say anything in my sleep I'm sorry and then um, she had said something he had said something like they're going they, they're coming after me there's only two people that I'm afraid of and that's uh Ernest Burkhart and uh, William William Hale. That was uh, Rita's husband that was yeah. in the hospital. Mm-hmm. So he's like, he knows, right? So he said he, that. He well, knows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then after that happens, in comes, uh, what's his name? White. I can't remember his first name. <laughs> John White. I John White. John White comes in <laughs> and he's been uh, brought in by the government, uh, Hoover. So... Th- Oh, he's yeah, and, over. So yeah, at this point, the FBI got involved, and uh, John White was a former Texas Ranger, mm-hmm. and so he was hired, uh, like a hired PI, and um, you know he ended up finding out all kinds of information. Like uh, he had, like we're talking mounds of evidence, right? And then he ended up getting on a train, and like literally, they saw him get on the train, and they never saw him again. And then they end up finding his body later on. Yeah, thrown off the I train, did. Yeah, and all I did the evidence that. was destroyed. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. You don't remember that part of the story, man? No. Did you ever read that part? Of st- yeah, no, dude. I, that's. I don't know if it was. In was the that book. William White? 
John White. John White? Yeah. Because John White uh, was supposed to be... He he was working for the FBI, and he... I know, I do remember there was somebody, I remember hearing that story about mm. somebody, and they were like building this case, and they he got on with a briefcase, yeah. all this evidence, got on a train, and he never, they never, like, he never got to the end. He just disappeared, and then like, days later, they found his body, like he was thrown like from he the got, train. I heard, I no read that he got found. evidence that there was a gang, like, a, um, mm. called the Spencer Gang, that was running rapid in Osage County. Yeah. And he got a few of their members to admit um, to being murder for hire. Um, and they were the ones who helped explode the Smith house, Rita's house. Yeah. Dang. And so um, that kind of takes us into right when the trial, at least that's where my information, I, I started reading. And from there, I kind of went into to reading more about the trial that happened. Um, but just the level of corruption, man. And like, we want to talk about the amount of money that was coming into uh, Oklahoma, it, it was almost beneficial for the local governments to look the other way to allow this to happen. Yeah. Because they were getting paid off the books, right? And um, I, I don't know if I'm putting the cart before the horse, but uh, one thing that really struck me as crazy was they talk about the Great Depression and the oil boom, and then all of a sudden everything happened and there was no longer any more oil and no longer any more money. And it was like, well, like, the, the oil ran dry. And like, that just made me think of that Simpsons where Mr. Burns has a sideway drilling, right? Like it really made me think of like, what did they do to just take the oil out from under them? Just completely just make their, their plot, so to say, just barren. Yeah. And then, um, like we're talking about that 30 million. It was just gone. Like it just it just evaporated. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like these people still serve life sentences and got out early. Um, they still like some of them got pardoned and were able to move back to Oklahoma. Um, you know these, I, you know our family's from Oklahoma. We're still alive. Our family names still exist. These people's families still exist. And I think that people need to look into. Uh, people's bank accounts if you really want to if 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 i if i really have to say it you look at this these um these um anglo families that have have bolstered themselves in american society like the murdoch family and the murdoch murders right hmm. like this family was able to establish themselves in that community and perpetrate and get themselves involved in drugs gambling guns yeah you know like the these these wasp families are out there perpetrating and it's with native money still yeah <laughs> so it i always look at it, i'm like what do we what do we do about it yeah oh uh, I, I don't know so so, <laughs> so ultimately what ends up happening is the, um they end up finding out that uh, uh the fbi ends up finding out that uh ernest burkhart uh, has been working as like the dirty hand for uh hail and uh in the process they ended up uh discovering that you know around the same time uh molly has been getting sick and because she's getting sick um they uh the fbi agent who are who's running it goes hey um let's go ahead and get molly away from burkhart we're gonna arrest ernest 
and we're going to start questioning him and he has to do some kind of i don't know not so kosher things that we would look at today like so basically he gets him and he tells him hey what's going on with this starts questioning him for about a day Mm -hmm. and you know anyone that knows like nowadays the longer you hold somebody without you know allowing them access to their freedoms yeah um the more likely you're going to be able to coerce uh a um confession out of them right under uh, putting them under distress you can Mm -hmm. coerce a a confession so as this is happening he burkhart is still like no no no, i don't know what you're talking about i don't know what you're talking about and then eventually they he goes and says hey i got a guy who can confirm that you were part of the bombing, uh, the bombing, I think it was of, uh, Mm -hmm. Rita. Mm -hmm. And in the process, that guy's name was John Ramsey. Yeah. John Ramsey. Mm -hmm. So John Ramsey, uh, he, he implicates him, um, and confesses, but then he actually recounts and like says like, Oh no, no, no. John Ramsey does. No, no, no. Ernest. 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 He recants. And like, he says, no, 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 I didn't do it. Then he comes back in and he finally says, yeah, I did it. I did it. I, I, I've been doing this. And so mm-hmm. therefore um, it comes out and they end up finding out that as soon as they get Molly away from Ernest from Osage County to get her to some actual good doctors, she instantly bounces back. Mm-hmm. And she's, you know, practically she good as new. being poisoned, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And so then they go into the trial and basically all of it comes out. Uh, Ernest ends up going down for... Um, all these things, it all leads back to Hale. Yeah. Uh, Hale ends up getting, um, so he get Hale gets life in prison. Oh, um, okay. Murder in the first degree. And, um, and so he only gets, uh, um, so what's crazy is Ernest, um, also went to prison, right? Like he got yeah. convicted. Um, but he was released in 1937. And then literally went ahead and perpetrated again. He robbed an Osage family and went back to jail in 1959. Dang, man. Like, think yeah. about that, man. Like, that's like our parents. Like, like. Yeah, that was happening while our parents were kids. Yeah. 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 And so. And it, then, and then, well, hold on. And then he was given a pardon in 1965. Oh. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Like, you know what I'm man. saying? Yeah. Like, gods and guns. <clears throat> and and if God, you think man. about it, more than likely he got off due to the fact of his was it uncle's connections you know what yeah. i mean and then he lived to the ripe age of 94 what? died in 1960 or 1986 jeez man like and so and, him- and so that just shows like if he lived to 86 then i mean his fa- like i mean his kids his kids are watching this show we know you. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm and just so joking. <laughs> the crazy thing is because because Molly had believed that Ernest loved her so much that uh, it wasn't up until the trial that all of a sudden she was like, Wait, she, real, she, she like, realized, realized that he like, was he, he was had been her. Yeah, yeah, he had been duping her. He'd been poisoning her. He'd been, you know, had a hand in all the murder of her family. Yeah. Like, this is like serial killer level stuff. Like, yeah. she's... Like, like the level of deceit, man. Like, like as much as like Martin Scorsese may put it out that he's torn between, you know, I love Molly and I'm devoted to Hale. Like this is serial killer level kind of kind of stuff. You yeah. know, you're 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 going and murdering 
her her sister and, and then, then going and you know going to bed with her Wait, and then not Martin just that. Scorsese what are you talking about no so not Ernest Scorsese, oh, Ernest, Ernest. Okay. so so what's here's not what's Martin messed Scorsese. up right so not only did Ernest like like slowly murder her family but in essence he infiltrated her bloodline like they end up having two kids together yeah, yeah. and so now these two kids had to grow up in Osage County with everybody knowing that their father was a serial killer yeah. so to say and so you know not only do you have like the, the these it's it's it, i don't know man it's like I, it, it's like an endless stream of just like like evil yeah that he you. brought on thank this you. family you know what i mean yeah so you got this photo here yeah who, who are these guys let's go so the them. guy with the glasses is uh hale this is hale right yeah. here yeah. yeah 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 so this is the main dude right here yeah. right yeah. okay yeah and then honestly i i kind of I kind of don't know who the other guys are. <laughs> so some other white guys, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> perpetrators. I mean, more than likely, if if they're hanging around Hale, more yeah, than likely I think they're it's his brothers, good. or not uh, his nephew, Ernest. And, yeah. Oh, uh, this looks like it might be Ernest, right? Yeah. I feel like Ernest. I don't know like... which one looks like a uh, Leonardo. Oh, you know, I, I don't know. They <laughs> look like a bunch know. of Baptist ministers. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, and who's this here? So this is the Osage members, and um, this was right when they were. Um, so, we were talking a little earlier about how um, their tribal lands were um, decided to um, give them mineral rights. And yeah, I, yeah. I think this was like right around that time. Oh, okay, okay. So, so ultimately, I, I, I guess like this is this has been a cool thing because I know when. I read the book. I had heard it from, you know, the the my our, my inspiration for starting the podcast was uh my favorite murder and they had covered it um reading it and you know hearing them talk about it made me want to read, you know, the book. Yeah. And so then I got into the book. Then I found out our father he has had been given the book. And then in the process, like of me listening to it, reading it, and being like blown away. And if you haven't read it, I totally suggest reading it, dude. Like this is a very well put together book. Um, you know, it, it's has a level of our, you know, Euro American history. Yeah. The um, thing of the FBI, you know, the yeah. creation of the FBI. Yeah. Uh, how it was created. It gives you an insight into the things that were happening during that time, because as much as we're like focused on William Hale and Ernest Burkhart and how these guys were monsters, there were he may have been like the big boss monster, mm. but there was plenty of other little you know demons among them. And so that that's actually where my research led me. Sorry to, yeah, to cut you off, but it ended up going all the way as far as the governor of Oklahoma, right? So the governor got outed for taking bribes and from the governor went down to the judges. The judges were working with the overseers and the overseers were working with the sheriffs. So it just showed this level of corruption. And if you think about current society, like it's the exact same way. You have these governors who are running rough shot mm -hmm. and they're just bolstered up by their cronies. Yeah. 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 And it's um, just history repeat, repeating itself, yeah. you know? So I, I also believe in closure. So what ended up happening was um, she ended up divorcing Ernest, and she had three other children. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, she remarried in um, 1928, 
1931, she became a full citizen of America, and I just thought that was sick. Yeah. Like, like that's disgusting. Like, like we weren't and, even citizens. Yeah, like, yeah. and she was finally able to oversee her money. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And that's not just a thing for, like, women's lib. Like, I was watching this with my daughter and, and my wife, and, like, they just, they were like, I can't believe this is really our history. And, like, just this this lady, at like, this lady is, like, at the equivalent of, like, um, like Cleopatra. Like, she literally had enough money to rule an empire. Yeah. And it was stolen from her. Like, and, and it's like they themselves were just disgusted with these yeah. men. And I think, I think the big thing is, is, is to understand that I, I feel like a lot of natives feel this way is that just because it's Osage history doesn't mean that it's not native history. And we all feel the side effects. Like I remember the, my first time ever having read the book or, or listened to the book. Um, I remember afterwards just being, feeling brokenhearted because I was like, man, if, if we had those funds, if we had that infrastructure to be able to take that and do that, just like following the steps of chief big heart and, and get, you know, the right people in the right positions and, and yeah. be able to, yeah, we're we, able to take, you yeah, know, how many other tribes would have been in a situation where they would have come out with yeah. a, a wealth, you know what I mean? Just that, like just like the uranium mines on yeah, Laguna. Like yeah. if they had been able to take control of that, you know. So what can we learn from this then, right? I mean, it's it, I think I for me at least I think that there is there's nothing wrong with us seeking that help from outside sources if you if you have the right people, right? If you have the right people, like you can Yeah. Like we can be successful. We can create you know? our own infrastructure. We yeah. have the ideas. But we gotta be like able to think beyond, you know, the yeah. now. And like you say, like, you know, we can have that generational wealth. What can we do to yeah. set I mean our at the moment up? But you know So uh yeah, we, we just, you know, wanted to put a put a nice bow on the end of this this killers of the flower moon discussion. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we had just talked about kind of how the story ended as far as like yeah. what people got. Like, so Hale went to jail. jail. Uh, uh, Burkhart, Burkhart went, went to, to jail. jail. Jinx. You owe me a Coke. <laughs> um, Molly ended up getting out, right? Mm -hmm. Like yeah. you said, she got out. She, she got, got married. married. Yeah. And uh, had three kids after, mm -hmm. right? Weird. Yeah. Um, that's a lot of kids. I only have one. At the, at the end of my research, what really like struck me as crazy was it just was like the Great Depression happened and the oil ran out. Mm. And like it just made me think of like Mr. Burns sideways drilling. Like <laughs> yeah. it, it was like how, like they found another way just to jack these natives oil. And it, it left me feeling... Uh, almost victimized do you know what i mean for these natives yeah um I, I wait what do you mean so you mean so the oil ran out like yeah they said the great depression happened and uh -huh. the oil ran out and like literally like literally it, it dried up oh, it just they, dried yeah. up yeah and they had to just fold back into native society and, yeah and like don't get me wrong like there's probably still pockets of oil somewhere through there right but um but it's not at the same level as like as like party party hard you know what i mean yeah it, it's it's to the point where like it, it wasn't as massive because they had projected that it was like this forever field and then it turned out to be like you know a swimming pool size 
worth of, of and, oil. And so, like I said, like it made me think of Mr. Burns sideways drilling. <laughs> and then it, it was just crazy, too, because I also lived in Oklahoma for a little bit. And when I was recruited to go to OU, um, I was wined and dined by Phillips Petroleum Company. And yeah. it was just like, really? yeah, like I'm not even joking. And like, it was wild, man. And for a certain, I, like, I, I just thought to myself, like, you're just trying to get a token Indian to like perpetrate more on native land. And like, I was young. I had no idea what they were doing. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I, I kind of went on and did my own thing. Like, being uh, a corporate Indian is what I wanted to be. I always wanted to be a free range, so to say. So like, I <laughs> never <range>. really, <laughs> like, <laughs> so it, it, you know, was just an opportunity that I didn't take, but I, that level of wealth is there still in, in yeah. oil country. And um, I don't buy that. It just dried up. And even more so, I don't buy that, that, you know, $30 million just, you know, floated out the door. Yeah. Well, well overall, I, uh, I read that in their time, around $10 million was funneled out of the entire tribe. Mm-hmm. So if you, like, think of that, like, I mean, people were getting paid $1,000 for things. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, and that was supposed to, like, be able to set you up to buy cars and, and houses and stuff like that to be able to live off of comfortably Mm -hmm. and if you know 10 million dollars in that time to this time is is like what billions of billions you know and so what it did is it made me think of that native wealth yes is still very much there on tribal lands right On, on native reservations it's going to come down to how do we hold our tribal elected tribal representatives accountable of making that land that money available to the people whether yeah. and what resources do you know yeah. what i mean like it, it the days of being ignorant about being able to manage your wealth is, is no longer acceptable you know yeah yeah it's it's our responsibility yeah because know, we to, don't need white overseers anymore yeah yeah because because it's almost like we in in some cases we've become too reliant on the guardianship to provide us with the money mm-hmm. because there was even a story during this uh from covered in the book uh of how uh one guardianship this guy had taken all the money that this single osage woman had uh she had like three kids and um she had told him hey look i need to buy food and he was like no you don't and she was like no 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 no, i I need to buy food and he's like uh yeah i don't think so and so he started using her money to buy himself things Mm -hmm. and uh, during that time all of a sudden her her baby she had just had a baby her husband had died and her baby had gotten sick, you know, just a normal, like, cold. And she was like, I need to get take him to the doctor and get medicine. And he was like, no, that's just a waste of money. And she was like, no, no, no. She started fighting for it. And eventually the baby died. And then her next kids, they were like, we're starving. He was, She was like, I need to feed my kids. He was like, no, you don't. They end up eventually dying, and eventually, I think she ended up committing suicide. Yeah, I mean, it's just, a, it's like just abuse, right? Yeah, and it, it's, it's it was just downright abuse. You know? Yeah, an abuse of of power, and yeah, we and, see and that. it's still there. I still I still have to come back and say that overseers turn into officers. 
and it, that abuse of power is still there and on in communities that are have people of color um we're still victimized whether it's being put into the system of of the departments of corrections or just getting a traffic ticket and having to put two three weeks worth of your paycheck of work to yeah. pay your ticket you know what i mean and once you get into the system and you're a person of color and i mean if you have the money then you can get out so easy you know yeah. what i mean you you pay your ticket and it didn't hurt you but you work nine to five and you work 40 hour work week that ticket is just enough to, to put you back yeah yeah, yeah. and and so so out of all of this i've um you know looking at the the whole overview you know the fact that martin scorsese is taking on this project uh along with leonardo dicaprio um them trying to tell the story not from the fbi uh perspective of of coming in and, and fixing things and saving people but as a a situation where it's you know uh ernest burkhart's tornness between and from what I saw in, in somebody else's interview that they did with him is that they wanted to show Ernest Burkhart's tornness between I love my wife. I'm, I love money. I love money. <laughs> uh, trying to do, you know, yeah. do the right thing, not doing the right thing. Yeah. That kind of thing. I'm interested in seeing what it's going to look like. And, you know, with this, I hope that it's going to take other literatures that have been written about Native Americans by or by Native Americans and bring them out into to be turned into you know yeah movies. to see the light of day and, yeah in another medium in a in a in a larger scale larger scale because you know for me like the books i remember growing up were like walk two moons um you know a few other the what was it the the one that um there was an entire series done in a ledger style uh uh cartoons and whether it was like you know stories about like a uh, little uh the little kiowa boy i think it was like something going hunting uh mm. doing his first hunt and those things like that yeah so being able to turn those stories into um get those out to the wider audience of like what is it like did you say wider uh, or whiter both just, oh. <laughs> <laughs> both both is good uh, yep. um but to get them out there because yeah. I mean, there's plenty of stories from up north from like, you know, Canadian natives and, and mm -hmm. even, you know, northern natives of the United States that like I've never heard. I mean, like I've heard of all like, you know, Southwest stories. Yeah. Whereas like I'm pretty sure they got all kinds of stories about, you know, Brother Moon and, and um, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. But <laughs> That's I the thing know. is I don't know. But we yeah. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Um, I like that. Uh, I like that Martin Scorsese took up this story. I like that it's a it's an important story. It's not just a yeah like a, oh hey, let's just have a a good old time here. This is like you know he makes he makes gritty stories. And what I like about Martin Scorsese is he doesn't really pull the punches. You know what I yeah. mean? He kind of tells things like it is. You know, mm -hmm. um, I am interested to see how the white people are portrayed in this right like i'm interested to see how they white people receive react, it react yeah. to it yeah because you have a lot of i i mean if i'm being honest with you that you have a lot of white guilt right now and you have a lot of them that don't want to 
talk about slavery days. They don't want to talk about the Make America Great Again days, right? They're almost in denial. Yeah. And you well, have a lot of their putting their heads in the sand. So it's like, is this is this going to be something to? Yeah. Here's here's what I think, or here's what, how I feel about it. I feel like with this movie coming out, as much as I want a fanboy over Martin Scorsese, yeah. you know, and I'm excited about the aspect of all of these people hearing a story like this Mm -hmm. and what i would ask is that people would not just appreciate the movie for being uh, a masterpiece if that's what it is right cinematically it looks pretty awesome yeah Yeah. and i have to say too we also know actors in there i saw tatanka yeah oh really yeah Yeah. like he was at cans oh yeah yeah, yeah, standing behind martin and i was like no way (laughs) yeah that's that's exciting but like what i would hope is that the people who see this don't just take it as a story in the movies but understand the real life repercussions, like yeah. understand the full scope of everything that's happened. And that it has Native um, Americans, but specifically, you know, oh, they're in the Osage. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like I would hope that this story finds, I don't know, something to resonate with I think people. It, I, you know? I, I, I hope that it strikes understanding. I hope it makes that white audience, when they hear the terms reparations and make the past, make up for the past i think that like it it makes them see it from a different angle yeah it doesn't make it just sound yeah. like we're crying Be- about yeah because you hear whatever, you know you, it's like they the flower return manifest destiny right well it was this it was Ernest's manifest destiny to take over the osage yeah right yeah like you the, could argue william it, or yeah i'm william. sorry i'm so mad yeah <laughs> <laughs> see so so i guess i guess what i want what I would like is for people to understand that like the things that, that occurred in, in that will incur occur in the movie don't just affect them that it, that it has a resonance with most native, with all native Americans that we all have experienced, had have had our family experience, have had something along the same lines affect all of us that we've all, while it might all be monetary, you yeah, know, but the abuse, the level of abuse across the board for Native Americans is pretty much pretty been, uniform. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like when we go back to talk about like Indian schools, you know, what it's like people being ripped from their families and yeah. all this restructuring. You know, it's like yeah. But uh, okay, so and then you know the guardianship, real quick. The guardianship. I mean, look at what we're trying to do. We're trying to get uh, uh, what was it? The one denomination right now. Everyone trying to get on the same. Uh, what is it? The thing that's happening now? They're trying to do away with money and get everyone uh, on the same thing. Oh, so one that currency. The one currency. Yeah, you know, it's another way of the guardianship. Mm. You know, yeah. government can control your money. I'm just saying, it's happening. <laughs> oh, rated. All right, all right. <laughs> well, hey guys, this has been a great discussion. Thank you for enlightening me on this situation. I'm excited for the movie. I'm excited to actually go through and maybe read the book now like yeah, yeah go through read the book yeah. check it out understand it all uh that'll be exciting so that movie comes out in october october 6th mm-hmm. hope y'all on my check birthday it out. hey hey it's gonna be a lucky movie for you i know i'll have to go see it <laughs> um but yeah thanks you guys for all of the uh uh support deep diving yeah yeah thank you well thank i was gonna thank you oh. guys for doing all the deep diving and the yeah, yeah. and the uh um what is it research on this topic you know um and for the fans out there yeah i hope you guys are uh, excited for this and i hope you all go check it out 
and give uh, us your perspectives. Let us know if you read the book, what you thought. And uh, check out our shirt shop. It's still going up. <laughs> yeah. And uh, if we got anything wrong, please forgive us. <laughs> uh, yeah, we, we probably got something Yeah, we wrong. got some. I got, got some details wrong. wrong. Uh, let us know in the comments. What, what did we get wrong? And uh, l- let us know what <laughs> movies you think should be turned into. I mean, what books you think should be turned into movies. Yeah. That'd be great. All right. Maybe Y'all we'll ready do to go. Them. It's raining outside. It's nice. Yeah. We're getting a lot of rain. What do you think a native version of The Departed would look like? <laughs> Ooh. I don't know. I don't they know. should make a. They should make. Well, have you guys watched Dark Winds? Is that what that's called? Dark Winds, yeah, with yeah. Zahn. Yeah, it's yeah. A, I haven't seen it. But they're like two Navajo police. Uh, that's a Tony Hillerman. Yeah, is it Tony Hillerman? Ooh. It's a Tony Hillerman book. Yeah. Nice. It, it's. Uh, it's. Shout out to Zahn. Yeah. <laughs> Did you just do the Hitler salute? <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I got confused. <laughs> Way to go, son. Uh.